Sports Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 89. Today we're going to chat with Gun Funny patrons Tate Mesman, Ryan Morrison, and Robert Sloss about NRA annual meetings. We're going to talk about the teachers carrying firearms and discuss the Invicta safe. I am your host, Ava Flannell. And, and I'm your host, Tate <laughs> And I'm the new host, Tate Mesman, a.k.a. Brittany. Hi. <laughs> How is everyone doing today? Oh, man. Oh, okay. it's been Ryan, long, we just, yeah. I just want you to know, yeah, Ryan, we waited 45 minutes for you to come on. Well, it's two hours past my bedtime, Ryan. When we discussed recording this episode, I said Friday works best for me at 6 o'clock because that's after work. It's technically the weekend for me. And it wouldn't be a problem. All right, you know the whole world revolves around you. You know it who? Does. You know who a Debbie? You know who's not a Debbie Downer? Man of Quorums. Oh. All right. So when we were at the NRA annual meeting, which we all were, and that's why you guys are on the show today, who stopped by the booth? I did. I, I did. did. All right. So you guys saw the 15-inch carry handle fore end for yes. the new Scorpion Evo carbine. That oh, thing yep. is so sexy. It, it is. reminds me of the gun from Alien. Okay, so that's why Sven designed it. He wanted it to look a little bit more sci-fi, kind of give it like that nice, long, you know, sleek look, which he definitely accomplished because it does. Mm. And uh, apparently it's going to launch the minute that the new Scorpion Evo carbine launches. So if you guys want to buy one, once it launches, go to manacorearms.com, use that code GUNFUNNY15, and that gets you 15% off. Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry. Ryan, are you eating? Uh, no, I'm not eating. Why would you ask that? I don't know. There, it sounds like somebody's like eating or doing something. And I just figured, well, Ryan just got home. He's probably starving. He still has dust in his hair. He's probably a mess and he's probably the one who's making all the noise in the background. I mean, I will be eating soon, but I will my- mute my mic. <laughs> Aw, Ryan. <laughs> All right, so I have good news. We passed the weekend, the NRA annual meetings, and uh, John Snow is talking to me. He's also known as Robert. He's on the show, so that's good, and we're all actually talking. It right? surprises me as much as you complained the whole weekend. I thought he was going to pull his non-existent hair out. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, uh, as much as you're you... You're lucky you had a place to stay. I am? Or Ryan is? Ryan, right? Ryan. Yeah. See, oh, Ryan? shit. <laughs> Backfire. All right, so let's start off with talking about, like, what did you guys see at the NRA annual meetings that were... That was interesting? What new products? Oh, man. Actually, the new Hackett equipment bag they're coming out with, that tri-fold shooting mat rifle bag... That is going to be one sweet piece of gear to have on the range. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially because everybody forgets their mats. If you're shooting like in prone position, it's kind of, it sucks. Or those of us that don't have mats to begin with. Yeah, true. I'm Uh, really hoping that they come out with a longer version for like bolt action rifles. I would be so down for that. Yeah. Greg Greg is wanting to come out and do some long range shooting, so I bet I can convince him. Yeah, you should. And not to mention, what about the bigger people, you know? So we need a bigger mat. Yeah, those fat people need some place to lie down. Hey, well, I was just going with tall, okay? 
<laughs> Extra cushioning. <laughs> it be like a mattress. Tate, did you see anything that was cool? Yes. The new Zev pistol, the OZ-9. Oh, yeah. I think that is a really cool thing that's coming out. I saw that at SHOT Show. I, I posted a video just kind of playing around with it, taking it apart, and just to show people, you know, how, like, modular it is. And, it, and it's interesting because, like, it's the... It's the action that's serialized, so you can change out the frames or the grips. And if I remember correctly, wasn't it like a little over maybe $1,500? Yeah, it's at, I think it's about $1,600, and you get a nice Pelican case. It's laser foam, magazines. You get the whole thing. I also heard that they're coming out later in the fourth quarter with just the, just the, the chassis itself for like $400. You can get the frames for $45 and you can put whatever Gen 3 slide on it you want. Dude, so why wouldn't you do that? Why would you spend $1,600 and then, I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. Actually, I, that would, that would be kind of cool. There's, it's weird because I've never really cared for Zev in the past. I always thought their stuff was like overly priced and even their triggers like felt very squishy to me. So I've never been a fan, but when I checked that gun out at Shot Show, I was impressed and I do, you know, considering their typical price points, I thought that that price, the price for that gun was reasonable. No, I literally stopped by the Zev booth just to go, oh, look at all this high, pr- high price crap. And all of a sudden I picked this thing up and it fits my hand so well. I didn't know what it was at first. I thought it was like some other platform other than a Glock. And I started looking at this thing and the guy started looking at me seeing I, I had my attention. And I was just like, what is this? So he tells me all about it and how... They basically took the SIG chassis system and went nuts with it. And I've never had a Glock clone, even like the Polymer 80s, mm-hmm. nothing in my hand quite as well as this did. I am definitely going to have one of these in the future. Nice. It's nice to see that you're getting away from HK. Sadly. <laughs> well, I saw something super interesting. The Glock G45, the modular optic system. Hello. It looks Ooh. like it looks like no other Glock before. Yeah, it's totally not Glock. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I'm like, oh yay, a- another Glock. But this one has it's like the slides like mill to accept modular optic system uh, slide plates. So uh, I guess kind of cool, kind of you know Glock's getting up with the times. Ryan, did you check Bad out? Time. Did you check out the Ruger Security Nine Compact? I did. I actually saw one in store right when it got released, but. Of course, I had to go touch it when we we're actually at the show. It's just, man, that thing, ergonomically, I don't know if you guys have picked it up or not, but like Tate was saying, like, there's just guns that they fit your hand extremely well. So something like that, not to mention, too, it fits right in the same holsters that I make for my Security 9. So it's just a match made in heaven. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you're, you carry the Ruger Security 9. Yeah, the... uh you know, it's Glock 19 size. People like to call it, like when it first came out, everyone's like, oh, this will be the new Glock killer. Probably not. It's not on the same aspect of it, but it fits my hand great. It shoots great. And yeah, what more can you ask for? Yeah, exactly. And you thought the compact um, fit just as well? Yeah, it actually, because it comes with one mag with a pinky extension and one mag with a flush mount. So with that pinky extension on there, it's about the same length as the normal security nine slide. So, that being said, it fits just the same. Then when you put that flush mount in there, I'm still getting, you know, half a pinky on there. So it's not terribly, not like 
the uh, Smith and Wesson bodyguard. That thing was pure garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a little. It's too small. Yeah. Or the Ruger LCP, which is like the yeah. same size. The one aspect where size does matter. Yeah, I know. Uh, what do you but mean? No. The wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Pump the brakes. The one oh. aspect. Just kidding. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be able to grip it. You gotta grip your gun. Yeah. True. And that they say is MSRP is like three seventy nine. Yes, extremely. So it's a little more expensive than the uh, normal Security 9, but I, I feel like it would be well worth it for someone that really wants to do that deep conceal. Mm-hmm. That's a strong price point. Smith & Wesson, the M&P 380 Shield Easy, it looks like they came out with one that's kind of jazzed up a little bit. Where Did it has they? like, I must miss that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not going by experience because I didn't see as many guns as I wanted to. I... I mean, Ryan and Robert, you guys were with me and we really didn't cover as much product. Um, it was more like, okay, what time is it? Okay. We got to go to this booth. Okay. What time is it? Okay. We got to go to this booth. And it was just, it was kind of, I don't know. It was a little hectic. Yeah. And then, and then like I had to go make the rounds and like, you know, see like advertisers or I'd run into people I knew or some people would, um, would actually, believe it or not, recognize me and they'd stop and they'd want to get like a selfie or some yeah, people, okay, okay. some people heard Calm me down, talk man. and they were like, Oh my God, Ava, is that you? I don't know what you look like, but I recognized your voice. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> oh that's great. <laughs> but we didn't get to see as many guns and I apologize for that. And, uh, Ryan was the cameraman as well. So he, he didn't really know what he was setting himself up for, but. Not him. Yeah. No, if I could go back, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you would. Yeah. You would. Had you had a blast. We all had a blasty best. We are the three best friends that nobody ever had. Whatever how that song goes. But yeah, it looks like on this website that I'm looking at, it looks like they, they made like a performance center MMP 380 shield easy. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else Snazzy. did I see? What else that came out? The Some, new Something I saw. Go, go ahead, take. No, go for it. You haven't got one. I saw the uh, Gearhead Works 1 pistol. It's a little bolt-action 300 blackout with a side-folding uh, stabilizing brace. That's Perfect cool. for a suppressed coyote gun, which out in my area is something we try to do a lot of, so... Nice. That I think will be something I will have to pick up. Yeah, definitely. Arms Corps came out with uh, like a bullpup style shotgun, which is insane how much bullpups are starting to take over the market. Right? Sven kind of set that up. I know. Made I it popular kind of again. The modular platform is starting to take over the industry. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that. The modular stuff. Uh, let's very, see. Very nice to be able to see that extra level of customizability. Mm-hmm. The CC Scorpion Evo S3 Magpul, uh, which is kind of interesting because I don't know. I'm like off it's the record. Interesting, but why wouldn't you put the Manticore stuff on? Yeah, it? so that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Like off the record, and this is like obviously not coming from from Sven, but I am a little annoyed that like they haven't launched his products yet. Yeah. Which is not Sven's fault. Like he, it's CZ that's launching those products. It's not Manicore Arms. So it's kind of interesting that they launched this, uh, carbine. Uh, what about the Springfield Armory, the St. Victor 308? Yeah. What, what? Uh, just kidding. (laughs) Nah. Um, other than that, I don't know. There wasn't like, there wasn't too much, too many new things, um, aside from what I saw at Shot Show. The new railed Ruger PC9 was pretty cool. 
Oh, I didn't get to see that. I was talking to the guy and I, I was just begging him, please come out with a Woodstock. Cause with that rail four end, the half Woodstock taken magazines, it's like the perfect modern PPSH 41 or like a modern Suomi. And it's just like, oh, I need that so badly. Well, just the profile of that gun reminds me of that one British suppressed 45 that took the 1911 mags. Uh, what was it called? Uh, the destroyer. Not, yeah. That, uh, the Delisle carbine. Yes. Yeah, the destroyer. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it really reminds me of. So you throw, like, you know, get a barrel that's integrally suppressed on that thing. Oh, man. Ooh. Yes. I, I was completely uninterested in that firearm until you brought up the idea of the wooden stock on it. I know. And the guy at the Ruger booth, he was like, yeah, we'll start doing that if you can get a thousand of your friends to buy it. And I'm like, you have no idea. You <laughs> have on the internet. You're like, you're like, do you know who I am? Okay. I also play Brittany on Gun Funny. So. I am. I am Brittany on Gun Funny. I got, no I got that major pull. Yeah, no kidding. Gosh, did he even know who he was talking to? What a jerk. What about, um, all right, so new products aside, what else kind of stood out to you guys at the NRA show? Uh, mainly the people, like yeah. all the other people in the industry, like, you know, every booth you went to, everyone's just, you know, ready to talk, ready to chat, especially like the, uh, I don't know, the Cabela's guy, Roy, was it? Like he was just super ready to chat and have fun. <laughs> Cabela's, you mean Brownells? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, well, he, um, yeah, the guys at Brownells are always really nice. <laughs> there was definitely so I, I always like think about do I like Shot Show or NRA better? And I always hear a lot of people say that they like NRA better, but I don't know. I think I like Shot Show a little bit better because NRA, although it involves like so much of the public. I just feel like it just becomes sort of, and I know this is going to sound kind of screwed up, but it becomes kind of like FUD central where it's just all these mm-hmm. like old guys, um, that, you know, just like walk super slow. Like they'll stop like right in the middle. I mean, this happens at shot show too, but st- stop right in the middle of like, you know, where everyone's passing and, and just have like a full blown conversation. And it's just, I don't know. That was like a little annoying, whereas I think SHOT Show, it's a little bit more industry people, but I'm sure that that also, you have like the know-it-alls and everyone has egos, whereas like NRA, they don't as much. One thing that stood out to me was there weren't a lot of young people that attended. On Sunday, I did notice there was a lot more children that came with their parents or their grandparents, but there weren't a ton of people that were, I don't know, in their teens, 20s, and... And the kids, I'm, I'm sure that they probably didn't have much of a choice, so they just tagged along with their parents. But it was kind of alarming because I felt that majority of the attendants, they were like 50 years old and up, uh, majority white people. So there wasn't a lot of, what's that word? There wasn't a lot diversity. of diversity. Yeah. So there wasn't a lot of diversity. Well, I mean, all the NRA does is they base all their marketing and stuff towards the older people. Yeah, well, so there's nearly as many targeting towards young people as the NRA, NRA really should. That's exactly what I've been thinking about. And it's sad because if they don't start marketing towards younger individuals, pretty soon, you know, the, the older people, they're going to die out. And then it's like, well, who's really going to be fighting for our rights? Like who is going to care about guns and preserving that constitution? 
And so to me, it was just, it was more alarming than anything. But I think that the NRA markets to older people because they're the ones that have that disposable income, the people that are going to make those donations. Yeah. And I could be wrong to them because they don't have the internet. They They can't see the crap the NRA puts out. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, speaking of the crap, it's it's insane that Wayne LaPierre got reelected again. Ugh, Ugh. gross. Unanimously, but then we find out it was because he was unopposed. Mm-hmm. In, a clo- in a closed session. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard to lose when uh, you're the only one. I know. So I'm actually going to have uh, Tim from Military Arms Channel on in the next week or two to discuss the NRA and kind of the corruption because I don't think that a lot of people realize what's going on. And I did have a discussion with somebody today who works closely with the NRA and they said that what bothers them is that people are um, sharing articles written by like the New Yorker, you know, talking about the NRA and they're like, you know, but before all this arose, like anything that the New Yorker quoted or talked about, we would be like, Oh yeah. Hashtag fake news. And I agree with that. But it's really odd to me that the NRA, like none of the spokesmen or people like board members, nobody has released anything. Nobody's, nobody said anything. Like they're all kind of just staying quiet right now, which makes me think that maybe the things that we're reading in the New Yorker and all of these, you know, liberal articles are true. Sadly. Yeah, it's extremely sad. And they did kick out the members when they had their meeting. They... They said that you had to be a five year lifetime member. So the reason for this is they didn't want like Bloomberg to pull something where he bought all of these lifetime memberships, had all these people go in and then, you know, destroy the NRA from the inside out, which I'm like, give me a break. I think it was Rob Pincus who wrote on his Facebook status that, you know, here, take Adam Kraut. So Adam Kraut, he's been fighting to become a board member for the last three years. And yet he can't even get in and change the NRA from the inside out. So what makes you think some random stranger, you know, that's sponsored by Bloomberg is going to come in and like do that? Like, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous to me. Very. Absolutely. All right. We are here talking about the NRA annual meetings and we're going to talk about uh, Hackett Equipment. We stopped by Hackett Equipment and we checked out the baby Bertha. Woo! Um, I just posted a video about it. Um, went there, talked to Greg, and it is, it's crazy because when he first pulled out the baby Bertha and then he pulls out the little Bertha and I was like, oh wait, I'm like, is this the big Bertha? And he's like, no, this is the little Bertha. Here's the big Bertha. And then he pulls out an even bigger bag and it was just really insane. But it's, it's like Russian nesting dolls. Dude, I know. That's exactly what I was thinking. But the little Bertha, you would think would be, okay, pretty small. What are you going to carry in that? It was a, it was a good size bag. Carries one pistol. I think there's slots for six magazines. It has like a nice, um, like Velcro insert in the middle so that you can put patches and stuff. And so I, I don't think I'd personally put my patches in there, but one thing that came to mind is, I think it's Vertex. They were making stuff where you can put like guns and magazines and it's, it's all, uh, it sticks onto Velcro. So I was like, Oh, well, that would fit well in there. But yeah, I mean, it looked like a really nice bag. It's coming out at the end of summer. So it's not available just yet, 
but when it does, it's going to be selling for $69.99. But if you use that code GUNFUNNY20, you'll get 20% off and that's at hackitequipment.com. All right, guys. So let's talk about the FRN party. We all, we all went to the FRN party. Uh, yes. what were some highlights of that party? People recognized me, which was very, very strange for me. How do they recognize Be- you? How, how could they not? I don't know. Either from gun funny or we like shooting whatever, uh, pictures of me in the, the Patreon page. Yeah. A couple of people start walking up to me and they're like, you're Tate. I'm like, yes, I'm Tate. Who are you? They're like, you don't know me, but I know you. And I'm just like, this is really strange. Isn't that a good feeling though? To a degree. Well, it depends. It's like, well, where did you see me? Was it on Grinder? Because <laughs> if we could just keep that down and tone it down a notch, like that would be awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of people there. Yeah. I think anytime that we have parties, there's always a really good attendance, which I'm really thankful for. Uh, this time it was, it was sponsored by We Like Shooting and Gun Funny, um, as well as like our sponsors, but it was, uh, labeled the FRM party. So we, you know, there's a bunch of people, there's a bunch of other, uh, shows on the Firearms Radio Network and they all came and it was just, it was just a lot of like really good people. I got to say shout out to Krista, who is one of our patrons. She put together the entire party. She lives in Indiana. So she sought out the the venue, which was really difficult to get because not only was NRA going on, but I think some basketball thing was going on. I don't know. I don't really follow sports, but it was really difficult to rent out a venue. So she did, you know, she, she made all these calls and found a venue that was really close to where the convention was going on. Um, we actually walked there, so it was within walking distance. It was a brewery, Sun King Brewery. Again, guys, uh, Sun King Brewery, thank you for, for having us. And thank you, Krista, for putting in so much effort because we definitely could not have done that without you. And it ended up being a really good party. It really was. Yeah. yeah. So one thing, so Ryan, the camera guy, he forgot to turn on the audio for most of the gun funny, uh, marshmallow. Contest. But I got the important part, the winners. Yeah, that's great, Ryan. <laughs> so we did. Oh. You mess up one. I personally, I did two contests, and I'm going to release video of it. Um, and it was literally Robert, Ryan, and I. We were sitting there eating. It was an hour before the party, and I'm like, okay, what are we going to do? We have to come up with a contest because we were going to do raffles, but raffles eventually like just get boring, and you know, before you know, it, you're like, oh, I don't even care what number. I just want to like have fun and drink. So I wanted to add a little bit of humor to some of the giveaways and we sat there and we're like, we were so exhausted because I don't think any of us didn't get, well, we definitely did not get any sleep the entire weekend, but <laughs> we came up with, I'm like, okay, well, what, what may not be a potential lawsuit? Cause that's the first thing I always think about nowadays because everyone sues everyone. So I'm like, I don't want anyone to get hurt, but I also wanted it to be funny. So the first one was kind of like chubby bummy, chubby bunny where you stuff your face or your mouth with marshmallows and you have to keep saying chubby bunny until you no longer can say it. And then whoever lasts the longest wins. But we said, but we figured instead of chubby bunny, we would do gun funny. And that got kind of crazy because it's insane what people are willing to do for free stuff. Only one person died by choking on marshmallows. Yeah. I mean, only one person. No, the no, other one just no proof of that. <laughs> Oh, yep. Sorry. This is on here. Nobody died. Talking, it was a great nobody event. died. <laughs> Some may have ended up in the hospital and nobody died. There was no fatalities. 
I, I had to back up when I was filming because I thought that one guy was going to start puking all over me. <laughs> I he thought was, he was too. He was shoving those marshmallows in his mouth and he must have hit his gag reflex because he kind of started doing this little bobbing motion. I was like, oh God, here we go. I know. I his filming. face turned red. I was, well, you were behind me. So I was like closest to him. And I even stopped for a second like, oh my gosh. Like, can you imagine if I got thrown up on at my own party? You know how many views get on YouTube? <laughs> I know. Maybe I should have now in hindsight. You're right. <laughs> it was kind of funny at first because they didn't actually know what they were competing for. They thought it was just like a little funny event. And all of a sudden, you one guy was like, okay, I'm about done with this. This is no fun anymore. As soon as you said, oh, yeah, we're giving away this prize, their and determination. Was, they were polymer 80s. Up. I was giving yeah. away polymer 80 yeah. frames. I was like, guys, did I mention these are polymer 80 frames, the new ones? And then next thing you know, I mean, they're just – I'm like – they put the squirrels to shame. As yeah, far they as, went full yeah. serious. Yeah. And then it just kind of got a little dangerous where I'm like, okay, they're probably going to kill each other or themselves. So we are just going to name both, you know, the last two people standing as winners. In fact, our other Patreon, Alana, she, she participated in the event, but she didn't really, she didn't really do too well. <laughs> I think she made mm-hmm. it like maybe four or five marshmallows in. They were big marshmallows in her defense. You should have done it with the mini marshmallows next time. Yeah. It take forever. Yeah, nobody has time for that. We wanted to drink. That is true. Drink. And then the best contest that I think I will ever, ever have done in my entire life is oh the one God. that took place, the last one that took place at the FRN that I did. And it was originally for a Hackett Equipment bag. It was for the little Bertha. And I picked two volunteers. And nobody was really anxious to volunteer. So is this old guy who was probably, I don't know, how old would you say he was? He was definitely like in his sixties. Yeah. I would say late fifties, early sixties. Yeah. And then there was another guy who was like, you know, middle-aged and, uh, they both volunteered and I told him, go ahead. Also keep this in mind. The old guy, He's like five foot eight, maybe. (laughs) No, there's no, he was not five foot eight because I'm five foot eight. Five foot six. Okay, he was yeah. Short. He, five foot he five. Was <laughs> maybe other, even less than that. And the other guy was my size. He was like <laughs> six foot three, six foot four. And he was the younger guy, the younger of the two guys. And so then they come up and I'm like, all right, guys, you're going to blindfold, you know, blindfold yourselves. And it was funny because we picked up at uh, CVS right before this. It was little like sleep, like the little blindfold sleep. So they had the little eyelashes on them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and they're like oh my god what are we doing and then i pull out the red lipstick and i'm like and you guys are gonna put lipstick on each other blindfolded and whoever does it the best wins and you can see it in the older guy his name's chuck and you could just tell in his facial expression he instantly regretted at that moment <laughs> volunteering <laughs> He had a very large white beard. I know. I felt so bad because he was super, he was just pale. He was, he was very white all in general. Like his entire face was very white. And so when they were doing it initially, the older guy, so it was Chuck. And then what was the other guy's name? I want to say like, I can't remember. Gosh, I can't remember either. I'm like, I still know Kevin. All right. So Kevin, Kevin I think it was Ryan, but all right. So Kevin, so Chuck, the older guy, even though I said you guys can touch each other's faces, 
he just grabbed on the very bottom of the one guy's beard and he started putting it like higher up on the other guy's beard because he had a pretty long beard. So he's just like going to town inside this guy's beard. <laughs> and then yeah, he's like reaching up above his head, like just about as high as he can. And he's still not getting to his mouth. <laughs> now that I, now that you mentioned that he was shorter, I guess that actually makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and well, then it's funny too, because if you're listening in the video, you can hear him say like, He's like, oh, how am I doing? And the uh, <laughs> younger of the two is like, you're doing great. Just He's, keep doing what you're doing. Yes. Because <laughs> you knew that he was going to win. And then meanwhile, the older guy, I mean, he's just, this guy's like just caking it around his lips. Like, Oh, he looked like a clown. Yeah, it was just, it was so bad. And then eventually they were done. I'm like, all right, take off your blindfolds. And yeah, it was just downhill. So I knew at that moment I had to pick two winners because either I was going to get beat up or I was not going to be able to sleep at night knowing that I made guys put lipstick on each other. I didn't even bring makeup remover. <laughs> and every time, so the, the older guy, Chuck, every time like somebody had wet wipes, every time he's like wiping his mouth, he's like, oh my gosh. And it just kept coming off like, you know, red and red. And he's like, why isn't this coming off? I'm like, you just need to go to the bathroom and literally put soap all over your freaking face. And, and as he's wiping it, it's just growing wider and wider. Yeah, like, it's like turning pink. I have a full pink beard. I know. <laughs> it's so bad. And I, I just got the feeling everyone was looking at me like at that moment I was a mean girl. I was like the mean girl in high school that just played the, the worst prank on everyone. Mm-hmm. And you got like the hooker special lipstick. Too. <laughs> yeah. Does well, not come out. I got, I got like the cheapest lipstick and you know that stuff does not come off. It was like $3 lipstick. That stuff does not come off. It's horrible. It and red. Glorious. Yeah. Yeah. But ultimately, I think he felt it was worth it because he got a pretty cool bag. Yeah. He, and he, so and he, he did get it out by the end of the day. He did. And then I uh, I kept asking him, I'm like, are you sure you're okay? Are you sure you're not mad? Because, I mean, you could just tell he he really regretted his decision. I felt really bad. But he assured me by the end of the night he had fun. And he said that. When I put it on YouTube, he hopes that it gets a million views. Nice. <laughs> Sweet old man. All right. Let's talk about Q. I was on Q's website on livecuredie.com and I was noticing, all right, the honey badger. So there's three honey badgers on there. There is the pistol, the carbine, and then the SD. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. What is the SD? And I was like kind of comparing them to see like what the difference is. And the SD version has the silencer under the handguard. So it's like an integrated look, if you will. It's a smaller diameter silencer than Q standard offering. So that's why it fits inside that handguard, but it looks really nice. And then I was wondering, all right, well, is that easy to take off? Which it actually is. I messaged Kevin to ask him. So yeah, it looks, I think it, if you guys click on it, I put the link in there, but definitely a, a nice looking gun among all the other nice looking guns. I don't think there's anything on this website that I don't like and that I don't want. Yeah, I don't think Q makes anything bad. I know. Everything is just beautiful. I know. It is. It's freaking gorgeous. It's like a work of art. That gun retails for 2999 So save up money in your piggy bank. I would highly recommend it. Dropping wisdom, slinging truth, prepare yourself for 
knowledge bomb. Tate, this is your moment to shine. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So you already pre-recorded it. So let me pull this up. But I got to say, you are doing an excellent job with these knowledge bombs. Your deliverance is just perfecto. Aw, thank yeah. you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, here we go. John Moses Browning, born in 1855. He was one of 24 children to his Mormon father. At the age of seven, he was working in his father's gunsmithing shop, learning basic engineering and mechanics. At the age of 10, he made his own firearm. And at the age of 24, John Moses Browning receives his first patent, the firearm later being produced by Winchester, named the Winchester Model 1885, his first of 128 firearm patents. John Moses Browning continued to work with Winchester, coming out with many notable designs. This partnership died after failing to come to an agreement on a new firearm design. This design was a prototype auto-loading shotgun known as the Auto 5. Now, looking for a new manufacturer to partner with, he found his new home at Fabrique Nationale de Herstal in Belgium. The year is 1926 in Loc, Belgium. While working on his latest prototype design, an auto-loading 9mm Luger pistol, John Moses Browning died at the age of 71 to heart failure. This design he was working on was later finished by another Belgium designer. This auto-loading 9mm Luger pistol was called the Fabrique Nationale GP35, or more commonly known as the Browning High Power. My name is Tate Messman, and thank you for tuning in to this knowledge bomb. Very good. I had no idea. He literally died working on a new gun. That's crazy. And then what did it say? He he created his his first gun when he was 10? Yeah, he made his own firearm from scratch when he was 10 years old. God, what the hell am I doing with my life? And at 22, he started his own company with his brother. And that's when he made the first patent for the gun that uh, he partnered with uh, Winchester to make. Cool. And I'm just here, you know, 32 years old and I have a stupid podcast. It's an awesome (laughs) podcast. To be fair. (laughs) <laughs> that is definitely insane though i mean it's like it's almost like he's i don't know what's the guy Father that in the modern firearm yeah i mean just albert einstein of the gun world that's exactly what i was thinking yeah thank you you actually you read my mind what do you think his views on the nra would be right now Ooh. <laughs> I mean, he was the creator of the 1911 would he be a fud well, he does have his finger on the trigger in every picture he's ever taken. So oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh wow! But he also did design the 1919 machine gun. True. Yeah, true. And I think he would have evolved with the times. He would have. Yeah, let's hope. All right, we have a new sponsor. It is Sportsman's Guide. Woohoo! Yeah. Aw, guys, thanks. Okay, okay, cut it out, cut it out. Simmer down now. Yeah, Sportsman's Guide, uh, we are really happy to be working with them. And when I say we, it means me and Tickles. (laughs) Basically, Sportsman's, um, you don't have to be a member. It definitely helps if you are a member because you get much better deals. If you sign up today as a new member, you're going to receive a $20 free gift card with orders of $100 or more, 
And that is going on from now until June 30th. And all you have to do is use the code 20FREE, all caps, no spaces. And uh, that's at sportsmansguide.com. I'm really excited to be working with them. And I can't wait to uh, show you guys some of the products that they offer. They have a ton of stuff. I mean, ranging from firearms to camping to hiking to ammo. I mean, it's like the one-stop shop. So super excited about that. So yeah, guys, think about going there and uh, becoming a member. But you don't need to become a member to, to take advantage of their great prices. Stupid. Funny. Cool. Interesting. Awesome. As Never mind. AF. I love that intro. Kenny actually worked very hard on it. I was reading the news and apparently Florida just passed a law where they're now allowing teachers to arm themselves, which I think is actually a good idea because I think that a lot of shootings take place in gun-free zones. But while they were debating this this uh, law taking place, a gun accidentally fired at a Florida school. Oh. Yeah, I know. Isn't it? Like, things Leave like this are just cre- they're cringeworthy. Florida like, men just cannot so keep it together. It was yeah, actually... I feel like Florida was the worst place to start this out in because everything <laughs> crazy happens in Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, so it was a school resource officer who accidentally fired a gun and it was at a, a, a Pasco County middle school. And what I don't understand is it says that the whole, or that the gun was holstered. What? Yeah, no, that, that don't make sense. Was it an uncle Mike's holster? <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Let me see if I can find where it says that. Okay. So it says the school resource officer was leaning against a wall when his holstered gun fired, sending a bullet into a wall behind him. No one was injured, but I have no idea. I'm like, was he carrying like a P320 and it hit the Uh wall? Like it, you know, like I can't even understand how this thing would accidentally go off. Unless like his shirt was tucked into the holster. But I mean, if he's carrying like that, he has to have a shirt tucked in probably. Or maybe his jacket. I know there's been a lot of officers when they're reholstering that strap on the bottom of their jacket sometimes will get stuck. Uh, it'll, you know, come in yeah, contact with the trigger stuck in the side. The trigger guard is the only thing that makes any sense. I know that's what I'm saying because guys, you don't understand like guns do not just go off by themselves, especially if they're holstered. But I mean, why, just... would, why would it get unholstered? That's the thing. Why would it, it is... get? It is Florida. So it does get very hot. So maybe it round cooked off. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have no idea, but uh things like this, it just like makes you cringe and it makes gun owners look stupid. And it makes guns look stupid. It looks, I mean, if I didn't know anything about guns, I would now think that, oh, okay, well, guns, even in their holster, will just go off by themselves. Like, I never want to carry a gun because that puts everyone in harm's way, including myself. Wait, did you say what kind of gun it was? No, it doesn't say. Ah. I know. That's what I'm like. Well, maybe if it, it was must a, have been a high point. I, I think, I, I don't know. I don't high think points are a very reliable firearm. Yeah. Don't talk about high points like that, Ryan. My bad. My bad. I don't know. Anyways, uh, the law was passed, so it'll be interesting to see how things unfold. I know as an instructor, I have trained. There's one school that I train. Um, every year they have to, every year they have to qualify, they have to requalify. And, um, it's only a select few, like a handful of teachers, like four or five of them in the entire school. And 
I don't know. I don't, I personally, I don't think it's a bad idea. I just think that I don't think all teachers should do it. I don't think that teachers have a responsibility to, if they're going to be a teacher, it doesn't mean like, cool. Now it, that comes with the responsibility of now having to protect, you know, these kids and putting themselves in danger. But there's a lot of teachers that are willing to do that and they don't want to be sitting ducks. So I think it's totally up to the teacher. I think that there should absolutely be training. I think I read somewhere in a different article that the teachers are required to take like 144 hours of training, which is good because I mean, 144 hours, that's a lot, but I do think that training is definitely a necessity. I agree. Absolutely. All right. Palmer 80. So before I gave the, gave away the Palmer 80s, I saw Alex, who is, uh, one of the guys at Palmer 80, and I told him, I'm going to give it, I'm going to do this contest. Don't be mad at me. And he's like, what do you have planned? I said, Alex, just trust me. And he said, he laughed and he said, I don't trust you. And then I never saw him the rest of the night. (laughs) And I was like, oh man, he is so embarrassed because I made these guys put lipstick on each other and he hates me and he's going to take away advertising. (laughs) He's so funny. But I I talked to him today and he's not mad. He had to leave because he lost his phone. But I still got a kick out of it. So they kind of fairly recently came out with the, it's the PF45, which is essentially like the Glock 20 or the 21. Uh, so it's, you know, compatible with 45 or 10 millimeter, which I know some people are into. But, uh, so it, are you into 10 millimeter? Uh, kind of. I think it's really cool and I really want one. I just got a 10 millimeter. I have, I've actually never shot a 10 millimeter. I think, really I think it would be woods gun. Yeah. So that's what yeah. I was thinking. Uh, mine's a little flashy. Um, so I don't know if it'd be a woods gun, <laughs> but I think, you know, if I were like going hiking and stuff, because there are certain rounds where I think like nine millimeters, like probably the best self defense round. But when you're going hiking and you have to protect yourself, you know, from animals that have much thicker skin and all that fur and stuff, I'd say you probably need maybe a bigger round. And I've heard, um, ideally. A lot of people recommend 10 millimeter. So I'm kind of interested to, to shoot it. If you want to piss off a bear, use a nine mil. <laughs> no, I just use a 22. Ah, yes. Yeah. It's the most deadliest round out there. <laughs> oh my God. I hate that. <laughs> All right, guys. If you want to go get your PF 45, go to polymer80.com, use the code gunfunny, and that gets you 10% off. Tactic Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. I don't know how I found this. Maybe it was introduced at the NRA. I I couldn't tell you. Don't quote me on that. But it's called the Invicta Safe. And it's a firearm display safe. So it's basically, it looks like a picture frame. With a built-in safe, it has a see-through ballistic glass that showcases your gun. On the inside inside corners, it has like LED lighting. So basically, you can show off your gun, but it's not going to fall in the wrong hands because it is in that safe and it has ballistic glass. Uh, And then it looks like you just kind of mount it on the wall and you retrieve your gun with a key. The entire thing weighs 45 pounds and the options include uh, an alarm if it's tampered with an optional GPS tracker, which alerts you on your phone app 
um, once the Invicta safe is on the move. So if someone were to steal it. And the price for this is like, I think it was like $800 or something. Let me see. Ouch. Yeah, it wasn't cheap for that kind of money. I know. That's what I'm saying. But you don't get to show off your fancy high point. Yeah, so it's eight ninety nine right now. It's on sale for seventy nine ninety nine. All right, so um, I personally I hate this. I hate this idea, and it's weird because I have the tactical walls. I put up my guns when I record a video or something. Otherwise, I keep them stored in a safe. But I think I mean I don't know. Like I think somebody breaks in your house, and this thing doesn't seem like there's a way to really attach it where it's like in your wallet, it seems like it's just hanging on your wall. So it's just easy for somebody to just take it. And, and it's optional if you want to get the GPS tracker. So, you know, nobody's saying that it comes with every in Invicta safe. So I would say it's, it actually just kind of makes it easier for somebody to, to seek out and to steal. Yeah. It just seems kind of silly. Yeah. Most, most steel safes are easy enough to crack into if you know what you're doing, that something like that would be far easier. Mm-hmm. And then also anything with a gun or anything with a, a key unlock, I'm just completely like, all right, if you're using it for like your, you know, your primary gun that you have to access, I would not recommend anything with a key unlock because it's going to take too much time. Like, you know, somebody's in your house, you're in panic mode, you're trying to find the key and then you're trying to, you know, line the key up with the keyhole and it's just, it's a disaster. Like you're not going to access it that quickly. But Tate, you had, you had something like before we started the show, you actually said something kind of funny that kind of made me change my mind about the Invicta safe. Yeah, I, I totally thought this was a very stupid idea and I don't understand why. But all of a sudden it clicked. I need a high point in there with RGB LEDs around it with the rainbow going around and around so I can show off my fancy high point in this $900 safe. Yeah, I know. And then I was like, dude, I was like, you're right. Shut the fuck up and take my money. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, right? Like that actually, I'm like, I would do that. I'm like, how many times? I guarantee there's now people that are buying this because they're like, they're going to, they want to do that. They want to show off their fancy high point. And I'm, I don't know. I'm actually, I kind of do wonder if like high point is kept in business like all these years because people have bought it just to ironic sales. Yeah. Oh, high point owns being high point. They know they that it's, it's a meme gun and they're proud of it. We know we're garbage, but we're going to fucking own it. <laughs> yes, they are. This would probably get it be a good time to announce that in the next week, I will have new high point operator patches, but <gasps> instead of the gun being black, it's actually going to be gold. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. Yeah. Gangsta. Spray paint gold. Uh huh. Oh yeah. All right, so we got some iTunes reviews, guys. We still need more. There's, uh, I don't know, I think there's only like five in the queue right now. So we're definitely kind of on the nitty gritty. So definitely go to iTunes or if you hate iTunes, um, although it is pretty easy with your iPhone, you just click on that app and then, uh, kind of scroll down on the podcast that you want to review. Uh, but if you hate that, go to Facebook and leave us a review on Facebook at gunfunny. Um, really greatly appreciate it. And it just kind of helps people find out about the show. And as always, we always pick a winner for every show. So today's reviews, uh, call me big daddy, five stars. Can I get a what, what 
Great podcast. I listen weekly and enjoy the interaction between Ava, Eva, Flava, Gertrude, and Sean, Seen, Jan, Malcolm. This dynamic duo have great guests and interviews and put a funny spin on 2A issues. And then there is uh, Texas Pistolero. Five stars. Great show. Good show again. Cool, dude. Okay. Short and sweet. I yeah, like it. I know. All right, guys. Who do you think should be the winner? I oh. like short and sweet. Me too. Yep, short and sweet. Short and sweet. I normally I'm not into that wordy thing. Okay, that's you guys are such typical guys. Meanwhile, I'm like, ah, if you're gonna write me a love letter, you know, make it long and you know, Ugh, romance me a little me. bit. All right, Texas Pistolero, contact me, and I'm going to send you out one of our new gun funny patches, which is the High Point Operator patch. That's right. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up. So uh, you can find me, gunfunny.com. There's links to everything. Um, if you can't get enough of us, you should consider becoming a Patreon. Uh, Robert, Tate, Ryan, we, they're all Patreons. We're all Patreons. We're basically like a nice, happy family that just has lots of issues, but you know, we put on a, a happy face at the end of the day. We may <laughs> need counseling towards the end of tonight. Okay, but, but I'm not paying for it. it. But I'm not paying for it. I just want to set the record straight. Crap. Just because you guys need counseling because of that group, I'm not paying for it. Well, at least but, but is it the group of self-help groups? So <laughs> we should be helping ourselves, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so just a dollar gets you access to our Patreon only Facebook page, which we're always having fun in there. Um, I know Robert and Ryan posted a lot of funny videos of me when I stayed with them that we didn't talk about on the show that we're probably not, that are not going to come to light. But if you become a patron, then maybe, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll let you $20, in. $20, I'll email any video. <laughs> okay, Ryan, that'll be it. <laughs> Um, and then there's also other levels like $5 Patreon every month. We do a monthly raffle, uh, so you can win cool stuff and, uh, $25 Patreons. Uh, we say your name on the show. Tate, you want to say who those $25 Patreons are? These lovely, lovely, lovely people are Corbin Bonafide, Iraq veteran, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, Charger Arms, Ryan Morrison, Kevin Brittingham and Michael Lexio. And thanks to your guys' donations. Uh, we are able to afford a editor, Kenny Ortega. He also posts the show. So if you guys notice that the show's been being, uh, that's, it, it's posted. It actually, I think he's been posting it like Sunday, like late at night. So I'll wake up on Monday and there's like a bunch of people that have already, you know, messaged me saying that they listen to the show and I'm like, Oh, cool. I didn't even know it was posted. Thanks, Kenny. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's Kenny's doing. So thank you, Kenny. It totally makes my Monday drive to work so much better. <laughs> Aw. And then we have a king of the Patreon who is here with us today. Well, what? John Snow, aka Robert. John, maybe you should give your own statement because I'm I'm getting a little, you know, I'm running out of ideas. Well, I was gonna just have Ava sing again, but <laughs> I don't think anybody <laughs> wants that. Nobody liked it. I even messaged people and I'm like, guys, did you see I sang in, in two episodes ago? And they're like, oh, that was singing. Uh. My headphones broke. <laughs> well, if they want to step up and try and be the king, they can come up with something else. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, challenge. Dang. Awesome. Mic drop. And so right now. I, actually, that's what I was going to say um, earlier this week. Former king thought they would challenge the throne, but they didn't quite pay attention 
to how much they needed to spend. So nothing changed. So yeah, uh, Michael tried to become the king again, and I think he upped it by like two dollars. But uh, really, you have to up it by a hundred dollars. A hundred and one dollars will make you the king. So. Mr. Moneybags over here. Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining. Hey, <laughs> I wouldn't either. If you want to be the king, you got to pay for it. Yeah, there you go. All right. And then one last giveaway before we end the show, Tack Pack. So um, I actually do have to give away, pick a winner for this last month's box. But if you guys want to enter the drawing for the following month, go to gunfunny.com forward slash TP and just put in your first, last name and email. Otherwise, if you don't want to wait and you want to get your tag pack today, just go to tagpack.com and use the code gunfunny and you will receive a free SOG tool with your purchase. And if you guys want to become a patron, remember it's patreon.com forward slash gunfunny. And guys, uh, Tate, Ryan, Robert, thank you guys so much for being on the show with me. No problem. It was I know. a pleasure yeah. being here. I know it was a little Sorry past your... Yeah, it's all right, Ryan. Honestly, if you didn't carry my camera, like all of NRA, I probably would have been like, eh, we'll start it without you. But I really wanted you to be on because, you know, deep down, you're kind of a nice guy. Oh, good. Yeah. Someone saw that. And, and Robert, you're like a super nice guy. And I'm really glad that we're still talking and that, you know, actually, I got to say, like... This entire weekend really kind of surpassed my expectations. It's weird because, like, I, I will just say that I don't think people realize this, but none of us have met in person. We only, well, actually, that's not true. Robert and Ryan, you guys did some shooting event because you live within like four hours of each other. So you had met previously just once. But other than that, like, I have never met you guys, but I felt I've like met I you a couple times. Well, yeah, but we, I think you were a patron before we even met face to face. So it's like so weird how like you become, you know, you start making friends like internet friends and then you meet them in person and then it's like, Hey, I'm staying at your hotel. Oh yeah. And by the way, I forgot to pack PJs. <laughs> yeah, that happened. It's not what you guys think. I still found some PJs and then later on the next day, uh, found the facts and firearms booth and I asked them for a few t-shirts, <laughs> but. Yeah, I got to say, I really enjoy having you guys, and I really appreciate you guys helping me out with the show today. No problem. You bet. I just wish I had a thicker blanket. (laughs) Want to send feedback? Suggest a place to prank call? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.